I go within, walking in the fertile soil of my own being. There my ancestors' fossilized footprints lead the path to my destiny, embedded in my soul. I can feel the pain and the toil, the sorrow. I bear the weight on my shoulders, but also the joy, the laughter, the song. I hear my community deep within my spirit, quietly guiding my footsteps along the path. I go within. Peace and blessings, everyone. Welcome. I'm your host, Sean Crystal Parker. And this is episode 14 of Real Shift Happens. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. And so today, or this episode actually, is a new special segment that we're going to start including each month. And I'm really excited about it. And it's called The Real Shift Book Club. Yay! Yay, 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 yay for books. (laughs) Each month... We're going to read and review a new book that will help us on our spiritual journey. So in episode 12, we talked about surrender. And since then, I actually happened upon this really, really awesome book called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. And it's an amazing, amazing read all about surrender. So we're definitely going to get into that. But first, let's get into our five minute focus shift right now. Returning to the source is serenity. meditation. Sit comfortably in your chair. Close your eyes and relax. One of the best ways to train your brain to focus on the positive is through practicing the state of appreciation. Bring your awareness to your breath. Taking deep breaths in and relaxing as you breathe out. Breathing in slowly and breathing out slowly. We are now going to learn a good way to celebrate the gifts in our life. Continue to breathe slowly in 
and breathe slowly out. Remember a time when you felt really grateful for a special moment in your life. It could be with family, a loved one, friends, or in nature. Let your heart feel that feeling like the warmth of the sun is shining on it. Feel that warm sun moving from your heart to all over your body. Through your arms and your legs into your fingers and toes. Enjoy this feeling of being surrounded as though your entire body is being wrapped in a warm, cozy blanket. Continue to breathe in and out gently as you feel grateful and happy. Try to embrace this feeling for as long as possible. Now slowly, gently open your eyes and welcome back. And we're back. Wow. Yes. Seriously, when you get into the flow of yourself, of just like going within yourself, There's nothing, I mean, nothing like it on earth. Absolutely nothing. Nothing outside of going within yourself will ever give you the peace and serenity you are looking for in life. Nothing else besides just like taking that time to go inside of yourself. And that's why so many great teachings say, know thyself. That's what they mean. It's not knowing the outer self, because that's, of course, just a reflection. But really knowing the inner self, you know, 
like that's the true self that's the true nature of who we really are you know but anyway that brings us along to our topic at hand and this is the first episode that we're um talking about a book and we're reviewing a book for for the real shift happens book club and the first book as i mentioned is the untethered soul and oh my goodness wow this book is so powerful and life-changing and talk about you know knowing thyself like this is one of those books that helps you know yourself a little more and it and it's not even about technique which is um which is you know, some people don't like, they just like, what's the technique? What's the technique? It's not always about technique. There's other, other things too. So this book is definitely about mindset. And for me, like talk about the timing, right? Um, I came across this book the day after I posted the episode was episode 12 about surrender. So I thought, you know, this would be a great addition to that episode and like get a little deeper into it um, with like recommending a book to read about it. And this is really a good one. And, you know, I just think it's really important to share the knowledge and the wisdom what through whatever medium it's on, you know, whatever is your preference a choice of medium for me especially um now like I just I get my information from wherever like I don't really care of the medium that it's on and also there's just so much disinformation out there right like it's we live in the information age but I feel like they've bombarded the information with disinformation too so you know we just gotta keep each other informed with the trusted information and don't sleep on books because you you know some people think books are old school paper like actual books if you don't have to read the books you can get the kindle um pdf book or you can um you know, get the audiobook. But there's literally nothing like a good book, you know? So, you know, there's nothing like getting the information straight from the source. And if it's most of the time, that's from a book, okay? So, anyway, I mean, I personally love to read print, digital, whatever. Even when I watch TV, like and watch videos at home on YouTube, Netflix, and even regular TV, um, I put the captions on, so I I don't miss any of the dialogue. I don't I if I'm you know confused about what's going on, I can just read the captions. So that's me. Everyone's not like that. Actually, my cousin is the one who put me up on putting the captions keeping the captions on for 
everything because I've always loved like foreign films anyway with with subtitles because I like my foreign films to stay in the original language but um a lot of people don't like to read when they're watching a movie I, I don't mind personally anyway so if you don't like to read books physically read books I have a special treat for you so hang in there and I will definitely get to that topic at hand um the untethered soul by Michael A singer so this book was actually a New York Times number one New York Times bestseller for however many weeks I'm not sure sorry I should have got that information but it's it's only about 200 pages it's kind of a quick read there there's lots of gems in there but it's also just like conversational in a way and it was published back in 07 2007 so some of you might have already read this book and if so you definitely want to just hang tight because I actually have a special treat for you as well. And honestly, if you read it back then, it's it's definitely worth rereading again, just as a refresher. I actually remember seeing an episode of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday back in like 2012 with the author um, talking about this book, Michael A. Singer, talking about the untethered soul and his book. And for whatever reason, I remember thinking I wanted to read it, but never picked it up. So I'm, I'd heard of the book, but it came to my, you know, forefront to my consciousness, like really hard recently. So that's why I picked it up. And this book really, really spoke to me on so many levels because, you know, the ability to surrender and, you know, what that actually really, really means has always, always been a struggle for me and probably for most people because the idea of like, I guess, feeling out of control that kind of equates you kind of put that with with um surrender you kind of think of like something you're out of control or um I don't know it's just the word surrender maybe has a negative connotation to it and I don't think most people even people who are very religious really 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 knows know what that means and also really truly surrender um but you know it's not about being out of control at all not at all so that's a misconception and I guess for me I tried to explain my version of surrender at that level in episode 12 at the level that I was in at the moment and the best way that I could through, you know, my understanding of what was happening to me and my personal experience at that moment, because it definitely was something that I was feeling towards the end of 
last year, a couple, a few weeks ago, um, feeling like, you know, like I just needed to surrender and stop holding on to, to whatever, you know, and at that point, at that particular time, um, it was, it was my job. (laughs) So, but anyway, um, you know, not my explanations in that episode aren't wrong, definitely, but it's definitely just at a um, different level, different level of understanding, I would say, because after reading this book, I can see how um, Michael Singer, the author, breaks down like what the essence of surrender really means. And he gives so many different examples and stories. And there, there really is layers to this shit. Like there, it's just layers, layers upon layers. And he breaks it down so simply and beautifully all the way to like an anatomical level. So it it gets deep, you guys. It gets deep. <laughs> but um it's it's so worth it. Very much worth it. And the book is broken down into five parts. And each part has about three to five chapters. Um and, and uh let's see, let's go over the, the parts. Part one is awakening consciousness. Part two, experiencing energy. Part three, freeing yourself. Part four, going beyond. And part five, living life. So that that does sum up like what each part is about and what those chapters are about. But of course, he goes into a lot of depth about each each of those different parts and of course the main main topic of of the whole book is surrender it's just like you know he finds simple ways to stress the point of letting shit go let the shit go just let it go on every level, on so many levels. And he does it with a series of questions and stories. Like, you know, he's asking, who who are you? And when he asks that question, it's not, who are you? Oh, I'm a mother. Oh, I'm, you know, um, a daughter or I'm a doctor or I'm this or that. He means on a really, really deep, deep, deep level. And I guess, you know, so many people when you when when are asked that question don't really know what to say cuz it's one of those things, it's one of those mysteries of life like we are we're usually we usually see ourselves as what we do in life pretty much. And we don't necessarily look beyond that. So in the book, he kind of is getting you to look beyond that you know and he's trying to help you realize that you are the observer you aren't 
you know, this, these things that you've created in your life and you aren't the thoughts in your head. And basically that you're separate from these things, you know, these thoughts and thought forms. And most thoughts that we think and the actions that we take are coming from, you know, this, our psyche, our psyche, which is this built up persona of who we think we are, right? So after all the years of going through whatever the hell we've gone through in life, our own minds have built up a persona of ourselves, right? And that persona acts out in the world, in this 3D matrix world, um, according to kind of like emotions and thoughts that it's built upon. So he's, he reminds us that we're not our psyche, you know, we're not our thoughts. We're not our psyche. We're not really this, um, persona that we've created. That's just a persona. That's just like an, uh, an avatar almost that goes out into the world and sort of represents us. Um, and the personality that we create to show the world personifies, you know, that psyche. And it's pretty much only a fraction of who we really are. Like that's literally like the tip of the iceberg. When you, I know you've seen that um, picture online, that meme where it's just like, it, there's so many different versions of it, but it's like a iceberg literally. And there's the tip showing on top of the water. And then there's that big ass bottom part of the iceberg that's under the water that you can't see. You know what I mean? So that's, that's us. It's like that, the psyche, this part that we are showing the world is just that tiny tip of who we really are. Because who we really are is so unimaginably powerful and so much more than that it I think that we just get lost in um well shit we can barely perceive that you know it's so so infinite and you know powerful that I think some people can't perceive we all can't perceive that almost I mean there are people who can but I'm just saying for the most part we live in the 3d world in this 3d matrix in this persona in this psyche and um we feel like that that's that's it that's the end all to be all right so in the book he's just kind of trying to get us out of that thought pattern get our get us out of our head and let us uh, just kind of remind us that we're the observer we're the one watching all of this happen we're the consciousness behind the personality and the psyche and um we're watching all of these events of our lives unfold and it's like the psyche is just playing it out right 
So the consciousness that is running through us all is the energy from the God, from God. It's from source. And that's who we are. It's that energy flow that's coming through. We're part of that energy flow, the consciousness, right? Because the consciousness is what animates our physical body and creates this psyche and this personality and all of these things, right? So Michael Singer in the book points out that how when we hold on to all the things in our life, like worry and other negative emotions, and sometimes even positive ones, because too much of a good thing, right? Um, It creates blockages in our life force energy flow, in that pure consciousness energy flow that's coming from source and that's connected to source. So once these blockages start to happen, which occur like over a lifetime from whatever, you know, anything, um, then we start to act out through kind of like through these blockages. Like we're not acting with this full energy force coming through us because there's blockages. So, um, basically over time, we tend to add more and more things on and it creates more and more blockages. So it's just like blockages, blocks on blocks on blocks, you know, and talk about bag lady, like Erica Badu said, but, um, Mm, it's just we carry we we all carry a lot of shit we carry a gang of stuff like we just carry it and I don't care care who you are like you could be the most happiest person in the world and you know because that's your psyche that's your persona that you're showing and really deep down you have some blockages. Stop it. You got blockages. Because we all do. We all have them, right? Some people just have more than others. And some people tend to act out more, you know, from these blocked areas than others. You know what I mean? So like if Okay, so that's, okay, we'll get into that a little more. But you got to read the book because he really, really breaks it down. But basically, it's, he's saying um, that when we carry all this shit, you know, and, and this is stuff we all know, right? But like when you hear it over in a different way, like it helps, right? Because sometimes, not even sometimes, like all the time, we need to be reminded of these things so that, you know, we're, 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 yeah, we're in, we're grounded. We're in the 3d. We're living in our human flesh, in our bodies. But at the same time, we remember who we really are. Right. 
So um, when we are reacting from these blocked, blocked areas, um, we're just like seeing the world through this like foggy ass lens and, and acting out through it. And so Michael Singer, I'm going to call him Mickey because I saw a video where they were calling him Mickey and he said, people call him Mickey. So let's call him Mickey from here on out. <laughs> like he's our friend now. <laughs> so, um, Mickey mentions like basically what we're, what most people are doing in life and throughout life, like almost every moment of life <laughs> is we're resisting or clinging to literally like everything in sight. You know what I mean? As opposed to like just letting shit go. We're literally either resisting it. Nah, I don't want that. Or clinging onto it. Give me more. I want it so bad. Give me more. Or clinging, you know, to something that you don't want. Unconsciously clinging to something that's negative. Which is also, mm, that's a mind blower. So, you know, if you've ever heard of like the chakra system, this is like where that fits in. This is where all of that fits in. And oh, by the way, next week, um, the podcast episode is going to be on the chakra system. We're going to break down the chakra system for anybody who's ever wondered or, you know, heard of the chakra system and thought like, oh, that's just some like hippie shit or whatever, you know, no, honey, let me tell you, okay, that's real. It's real. And, you know, it's, it's just like you don't see the internet waves, the, the Wi-Fi waves that you're connected your internet to. You don't see those. So what makes you think that um, just because you don't see the chakra system, it's, it, there's no, you know, it's all fluff or it's all um, pseudo. Nah, it's not. So, so anyway, <laughs> we're going to go over the chakra system next week or next episode. I'm going to get this episode out um, weekly on the same day. And I'm going to figure out that's probably going to be Saturdays. Okay. So sorry, I'm late. Um, but I'm going to get this going to be a regular Saturday posting event, it, but it probably will be late Saturday night, most likely. Very early Sunday morning is when I'm going to post. Anyway, so if you guys want to um, add anything about the chakra system or if you have any questions that you want to ask about the chakra system, definitely hit us up for next week and I will add that into the episode. So go to um, anchorfm.com slash real shift happens um, colon wellness podcast. And you can see a place right there to leave a message for us. So we'd love to hear from you. Definitely love to hear from you. Hear any thoughts you have on um, the upcoming episode, which is going to be about the chakra system or anything, you know, you can talk about this book if you've already read it. 
um, just, you know, leave us a message. Let's, let's chat. But anyway, briefly, I'll just go over the chakra system like super quick and not even go over, just like tell you what it is. Um, so chakra is in Sanskrit means wheel and it relates to the various energy centers in the subtle body. And when, when we say subtle body, that means like kind of like, I know you've heard of like the aura. That's what the subtle body is pretty much. It's like it's that invisible aura of energy that surrounds pretty much every living thing on this planet. Everything has an aura or a subtle body, even plants, animals, um, even inanimate objects, like literally everything, okay? Because we're all energy here. It's all energy. So even, um, actually, you know what? Even the earth body has chakras. The earth body has chakras or, you know, or energy centers, right? So, um, and actually those are located around the earth. So look up earth chakras and see exactly where they're located. And you will see that they're, some of them are, um, the great wonders of the world. Are there still the great wonders of the world? Was it the seven? I feel like there's eight now, but I don't know. But there's, there's literally seven, uh, chakras of the earth that are located in different locations around the earth and also there are vortexes around the earth and ley lines so there's energy centers around the earth and um and there are many sacred sites built on the earth's energy centers and chakras and vortexes and ley lines that's a whole other episode definitely you know if that's something that sparks your interest look that up online there's plenty of info out there about it but anyway um back to the chakras according to um ancient vedic philosophy there's seven energy centers that spin like a vortex or like a spinning wheel and the the, they move the energy up and down from the base of your spine and moving all the way up to the top of your head. So if a chakra is spinning too slowly or too quickly, or if it has blockages, then that energy is not properly you know, flowing through our bodies in a balanced way. And basically, if we have those blockages from the energy that should be like kind of flowing through us naturally without being blocked, without being too fast or too slow, um, when it's not flowing in that balanced way, what manifests on the physical plane is pretty much like craziness, crazy behavior, illness, diseases, and like pretty much a whole host of human problems. It's almost like we're blocking the life force uh, or the, the God force 
from ourselves. We're, we're that energy stream that's coming into us. We literally block. Okay. And so everything starts in that subtle body and then it manifests into the physical realm. So when those energy blockages happen, they end up manifesting in the 3D realm. Just like thoughts start in the air, in the ether, in our minds, then they manifest into whatever we use them to create, right? Like we have, I'm, I had the thought to make this podcast and now I've manifested this into the physical realm. And there's actually, um, what was I reading recently about that whole process? Like, does it, is this this book? I don't know, but when something, there's a book, I'll think of it, that goes into that whole process of how thoughts become like in the physical realm. Anyway, whole other, whole other episode once again. So, um, I don't know why I keep going off on tangents today, but anyway, <laughs> um, so back to Michael Singer, Mickey in his book. So, you know, basically, um, he really simplifies it all and I'm simplifying it, of course. Um, but it, it, I think it is simple. It's like, we, we kind of make it complicated. Just like, I feel like as humans, we make things a little more complicated than they probably have to be in general. But I think you know, we do, we definitely do. And this concept really couldn't, couldn't be any more simple. Like it's clear the blockages and let the full force of God's energy flow through you. Simple, right? Right? <laughs> now, right to surrender. Um, it sounds really simple. But most of us don't even realize we have blockages. That, that part. You know, some people won't even be willing to admit to their blockages and their behaviors and things like that. So that's when all the layers come in. Layers on layers on layers. Because, um... The, the psyche is super powerful, right? The ego, the ego is major, a major force in this realm. So it's a process. It's a process and it could take however long it takes for your ego to let go. You know, that's how long the process could take. It could be a lifetime or it could be a, a moment, you know what I mean? It, it just depends on you. And it, it's one of those things kind of, I guess, where it's like, who doesn't have ruminating thoughts, right? From like the past every now and then, like, um, you know, you just can't stop thinking about something that happened 
freaking a year ago, maybe. And then you have to like tell yourself, like, let that shit go. This is the kind of thing he's talking about as far as like surrendering. And that's, that's like a simple thing. But he goes into various examples of how to kind of like start small in the surrendering process. And this way you can lead up to bigger things. Things like, you know, the small things would be like something like when you're driving to um, relax, which is for me personally hard because I'm, I definitely am a, um, uh, assertive, I would say assertive driver. I don't want to say aggressive, but, uh, assertive, kind of aggressive driver. Um, so yeah, relaxing when somebody is driving too slowly in front of you and relaxing when you're kind of an assertive driver or somebody who, you know, likes to drive a little fast. That's, that's, that's major right there. Like, you know, when, if you can really get a hold of yourself and not act full behind the wheel, if you're one of them people that acts full behind the wheel, that's a big one. That's surrender. And he breaks that down. He breaks that one down. Because that's a big one for people. Driving. Just driving. But also, um, you know, it shows you that you are allowing the world around you to exist as it is when you're able to like surrender and relax it 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 really like reinforces to you that this is what it is and so without complaining and trying to change it um that's surrender that's surrender cuz you know what some things are out of our control right like the old lady driving in front of you that's out of your control you can't make her go any faster and you probably don't want her to go any faster because she you know she's old anyway um like I mentioned earlier like the book is not about technique though he does mention meditation as you will find that like so many authors that are in this type of space do mention and actually so many super successful people meditate. Okay. So I'm just, I'm, and I'm going to always talk about meditation because that's, I love it. It's changed my life in so many ways, great ways. And, um, lit when you get used to it, I'm telling you, it feels good anyway. So, um, he he talks about how that's always a good option and he talks about more about just like having the right mindset you know and then he mentions um how like there are plenty of techniques out there to help but ultimately it's still up to you to actually do something like do something at all you know like 
technique upon technique you can be taught, but if you aren't really using it in an in a practical application daily, really, then you know it doesn't matter about the technique. I think technique is great too, but I definitely think the mindset is where you have to be because you you may not do it. You know, you, you do something when you're really ready to do it. And when your mind is ready, right. And, you know, we all have the power within us to make the necessary changes if we really want to. And that's something he breaks down too. Like he breaks that down of how, like, when we really want to do something, we do it and how we can just say, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that or, you know, whatever, meaning we just don't want to, right? Because you can pretty much do a lot of different things that you say you probably can't do. Just saying, okay? Anyway, there's, for me, there was three big takeaways that I got from the book. And I mean, it was filled with gems, but um, I'm just going to go over three that I really liked. And number one, separate yourself from the chattering mind that is always talking to you. And that was one of the points I was talking about in the beginning was like how he really, really hones that in, especially, you know, especially in like the first part of the book of how, um, how to become like an observer of your mind. Of course, meditation helps with that. But he basically is saying like, instead of getting caught up in whatever the mind throws at you, just observe the thoughts and let them pass. So you don't have to get caught up in what that thought is. You know, it, it takes practice and, um, it's doable. It's definitely doable. But it does take some training of your mind to do this. And that's where meditation definitely comes. Um, meditation comes in hand. <laughs> when you're aware of this separation of mind and yourself, you've basically separated yourself as the observer of the mind. This is what Mickey calls the seat of self. This is the space where you're in the seat of self, where you can let the thoughts and emotions come in and then you let them pass without getting caught in the current of them. And that doesn't mean that you don't have emotions, you don't have thoughts. That those things are will will be there always, of course, right? But we don't have to get caught up in the emotions and the thoughts that come. Like every single thought and every single emotion, just we don't have to dwell in it. We don't have to get caught up in it. That's what it means to surrender. It's just, and even if you do get caught up in it, when you can recognize that you're caught up in it, then you can surrender it, right? So that's that one's a good one. I love that. Um, number two, 
Stop trying to avoid pain. Ooh, that's a big one. Big one. Um, No one really wants to experience pain, right? I mean, well, unless you're a masochist. You know, that that's pretty much the only per- people I can think of that wants, that like pain. You know, um, we just don't like it. We go to so many lengths, so many great lengths to try to avoid pain, to cover it up. And what happens and what Mickey explains in the book is that it eventually takes over our lives. And he gives a really, really good example of this. And he says, like, um, say you got you got a thorn, which is which is an which is a metaphor for pain. You got a thorn stuck in your finger, but instead of doing the work to remove the thorn, you just create ways to live around the thorn. You you keep the thorn and stuck in your finger. And, you know, you, you, now it's like you can't be touched because you might hurt the thorn. Someone might accidentally like hurt the thorn or, you know, be careful. Don't come around me because I have this thorn in my finger. And if it gets, you know, touched or if it gets bumped or, if any little thing happens to this thorn, it's going to, it's going to be super painful. So, you know, I have to like walk on these eggshells. So to make sure that this thorn is not being disturbed, you know, and basically that thorn is eventually it's going to, it's running your life. You know, it's running your life because now you've made concessions around your life, around, uh, concessions in your life around this thorn around this thorn right so he just says that like facing the pain head on is the best way facing it head on and then releasing it is the only way to dissolve the pain and to be free to grow and that that I felt that I felt that because we're all we're all in pain well we're all in pain but we got some pain and some pain that we just need to face right and let it go number three number three most people are either resisting or clinging in life um or they're you know just fluctuating both through both resisting or clinging and that's a big one for everyone of course and Mickey explains in the book how we're all kind of like in this constant state of resisting a thing or clinging to a person, place, or thing, um, whether it's good or bad. When we resist it, mm, it's usually something like life, you know, presented us that we don't really want. And is something that we don't really want because we've already packed some emotions behind it, right? So let's just say, for example, personally, I kind of have a fear of bees. Yeah, a lot of people don't like bees, but for my reason, 
is because, of course, I was stung by a bee once as a kid, literally once, one time in the toe. And so now, you know, however many years later that I'm not, I'm not going to age myself, <laughs> but a lot of years later, um, as an adult, uh, I have this crazy fear of bees and being stung by a bee. So I literally avoid them at all costs. I mean, it's not to say that, you know, if I didn't have this fear, I would be on a freaking bee farm. No, but like, I really, really avoid bees. If if a bee flies around me, like I'm yelling, not yelling because I don't want it to chase me, <laughs> but I'm definitely not um, approaching that bee. I'm not going to even swat it because I'm, I literally feel like it's going to want to fight me. So, and bees are not bad creatures, you know? Um, I've just attached an emotion to the presence of bees from when I was young and when I got stung by a bee. And, um, you know, I don't have the super fear though. Like I saw the bee movie, the bee movie, and I know the importance of bees, you know? So I just don't like them around me. And low key, I have to admit, I have um, kind of the same phobia about birds. I know it sounds weird. <laughs> birds are lovely, lovely creatures. Like they, I love to see them fly in the sky. I love to see them chirping in the trees. There's literally a bird nest outside of my balcony. But um, I don't want them near me up close. I don't want them in the house. I don't want to hold one. I just, I don't want to be around birds. I don't, I, they scare me. And yeah, that, that bird movie, the movie birds, that old movie, the Hitchcock movie, that did it for me. That was the one, that was the one that (laughs) made me forever afraid of birds. I'm going to get over these, um, unfounded resistances, like my resistance to nature for the only the reasons of me putting weird ass emotions well the beast thing wasn't that weird but you know I think I can let that go I need to let that go so that's an example of like a simple simple things that we resist due to the emotions that we put on them and then we attach it we attach it to the to ourselves so that creates a blockage in our chakra system in our energy system and that makes sense it makes sense in putting it in that way makes sense there's a million ways to put this um and i like a lot of different ways of putting this this one i like really like too so You know, like I was saying, though, layers upon layers of emotions, 
layers on layers on layers. And then we attach those emotions to, you know, that's like part of our psyche and our personality and our ego. And then we go out into the world with that. And then we interact with the people, places, and things. And then we we act and react based upon those emotions, right? And we resist and cling. Resist and cling. And, you know, when it doesn't match up the way you think it's supposed to be, the way you expect it to, it to be, you resist it. Instead of going with the flow and letting life happen, most of the time we try to like suge night life, right? We try to suge night life to our will. We try to bend life to our will and make it cooperate with our plans and our expectations. And then... When life should ignite your ass right back, you you wonder what happened. <laughs> you know what happened. You can't should ignite life, homie. You can't. You know, you just can't. And really, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> but the opposite of like, Resisting is what clinging and holding on to something too hard, just holding on for dear life for no reason. Like you don't need to hold on like that. And, you know, so many people of us, so many of us have had this um, example of when you love something or, you know, I mean, that saying, when you love something, you have to let it go. That's, that's the cling. That's the cling. Even he breaks that one down good too. And we all know how like holding on and clinging on to something or someone you love can actually um, push that person away. Or if someone is clinging too hard onto you. You get turned off and you push them away. So, you know, it's, it's, you can easily become dependent on a person, place or thing by just clinging to it too much. So clinging, not a good. And then what about when people cling to negative emotions, right? Like you're holding on to a grudge, say. And that you have for someone you're holding on to hate towards someone for something that they did to you like even if it's in the past if it was yesterday if it was a minute ago do you know what I mean like you're holding on to it and yeah you have the right nobody's saying you don't have the right because people do shit to other people all day every second bad things super super messed up things that probably things I can't even fathom in my mind you know that's not what we're talking about though we're talking about letting shit go we're just talking about letting it go so you know holding on to 
to negative emotions is huge. And there's people in jail right now for not being able to let some shit go because of what someone did to them. They literally are clinging so tightly to whatever it is that someone did to them. They had to seek retribution on that person. And now, and now they're in jail for that. I mean, that's mind boggling, really, if you break, if you really, really think about it. Not, I mean, not everybody's in jail for something like that, but I'm saying people who are in jail for that or people who just kind of like do outrageous things because of what they feel someone did to them, you know? So that's a way of like kind of clinging onto a negative emotion it goes really, really deep. And it's it's not an easy process. It just isn't. It's not an easy process to surrender in life. But it's super necessary for spiritual growth. And that's why like when you, if you're a religious person, or if you just are someone who've read holy texts, texts, you know what I'm saying? Um, that that concept of surrender is always going to be in there. It's always going to be in there because that's a staple for spiritual growth. And what Mickey talks about in the book is just finding the balance between resisting and clinging, which is the letting go, surrender, it's surrender, letting go, resisting, what your reality is. Don't resist your reality because it's reality, you know. And then letting go of clinging too tightly to whatever is in your reality, good or bad. Good or bad. Because, you know, like like the example I just gave, clinging too tight to love. pushing You're going to push someone away. You know, holding on too tight to a grudge. You might, who knows what you might do because you're letting that fester inside of you. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a great one. I really like that. It's kind of like walking, you know, I guess it's not walking. It is kind of like walking a fine line. It's just like being able to check yourself, like being honest with yourself. And being able to really check yourself, but not in a, like, check yourself way. Like, ooh, like, you know, you still have to be kind to yourself, in other words, when you do check yourself. It's not about being like, "Mm mm-mm, girl, you messed up. It's just about, like, being kind with yourself, being patient with yourself, because you've built up this persona, this personality or ego over so many years and so many layers upon layers of emotions and, you know, uh, blockages have been built up. So that's a process of getting through those layers, getting through the layers. And it, it doesn't mean you don't feel the emotion. It's just you're not attached to the emotion, right? You're not attached because if you were attached, if you are attached to the emotions, 
You know, it's a roller coaster ride, right? You're experiencing a roller coaster ride because so much of the outside world is a dichotomy. It's good or bad, it's right or wrong, it's black or white in the 3D matrix, right? And when we can be like the observer of all of that taking place within you and outside of you and not get caught up in it all, whether it's good or bad, then that's when you're firmly seated within yourself. And that's when you're the real master of your domain, which is why like, you know, knowing yourself and finding the ways to get to know yourself on a deep, deep level is so, 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 so important. Like it really, really is because this is how we um, avoid those, that roller coaster ride, that those waves going up and down because no matter what, that that's going to be there. That's life. That's this 3D matrix we live in. That's the world we live in. That's reality. So, so yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, earlier I mentioned a special treat for those of you who aren't like big fans of reading, which is perfectly, perfectly fine. It's your choice not to judge. Um, but I still want you guys to be a part of the book club so you can still get the book and be part of the real shift book club by listening to the audio book on audible. I just love audible. I've been a member of audible since before 2012. I can't remember the year, but whenever they Shortly after they started, I joined Audible. So the early 2000s. And they have all the books on audio. So we've partnered with Audible. And if you go to audible.com slash real shift happens, you can get a 30 day free trial and your first book download for free. And then this way, if you want to download the Untethered Soul, um, you can listen to that on audio and you can get started with the book club this way. Or if you already have the book and you already read it, you maybe you want to download something else or you can actually download um, our next read for February which I'll let you guys know that in a minute. And, you know, when you download these books, though, on Audible, like, I don't know how many of you guys um, are part of Audible. If you are, great. If you're not, definitely, definitely sign up, seriously, because you can, like, now listen to the books in the car on your commute or, like, while you work out or while you're cooking or whatever. You know, you can now listen to the books you don't have to read it and basically it's kind of like getting a download into your directly into your brain like really for real 
So, you know, I, I just recommend it. I love Audible. I recommend it to, to all people I know who are readers, even people who love to read, like you may not have time. So it's just a great companion. And there's also like, sometimes what I like to do is I like to have the actual book and listen to the audiobook too, while I'm reading the book. Like that's you, you are going to like, basically siphon that information is going to be like literally siphoned into you if you do it that way but so for those of you who've already read the book and well also for those of you who haven't read it yet but um the other treat that I was going to mention um is actually from the author Michael Singer, Michael A. Singer, he's offering a free three-part video series as a part of his new online companion course to the Untethered Soul. So he has like a whole online course for this book. And I took the course, I already took the course, and it's unbelievable because it, it, first of all, it's him, it's the author, Mickey, um, speaking and he really makes it feel personal. It's like he's speaking directly to you. And, um, you know, I like when that happens. It feels like it was personalized for me. And doesn't that always happen, though? Like when the student is ready to learn, the teacher will appear. Um, but, yeah, I see, like, a lot of teachings um, in everything all the time. Like I'm just one of those people that see, looks a little deeper into things, but this course is really, really, really amazing. And I definitely, definitely recommend it. So check out the, the free three part video series first, and then decide if you want to go further with the course. Okay. So just go to tinyurl.com slash untethered soul in action. And I'll also put that in the post so you can click on the link. Um, and if you're listening to this on a podcast, it might be in the description. If it's, if you don't see the link in the description, if you need the link, um, just go to our website, realshifthappens.live. And you will see it under this post, episode 14. Uh, the link will be there. Like I said, it's tinyurl.com slash untethered soul in action. And there you will have, you'll get the free three-part video series um, with Michael A. Singer the author of the book. And like I said, it's a really, really, really in-depth online companion course to the book. So if you are feeling it, definitely, definitely take the whole course because the course, the course is definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Um, also, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I hope you guys will be able to join 
the Real Shift Book Club so we can discuss all of the books together and, you know, just learn and share and grow and all of that good stuff. And if you guys want to be a part of the book club, go to the website and sign up for the book club because this way you'll get the notification uh, of when the book, what the book is and all of that. There's going to be other treats along with it, but go to realshifthappens.live slash book club. And that's where you would sign up with your email address and get the notifications for when the next book is coming out um, and any upcoming like events and stuff because we got some things planned. Okay. Um, so the first also what oh oh so you also will have a have get to vote in selecting the monthly books so that's going to be one of the things but all there's going to be way more stuff and in february the selection for the real shift book club is going to be the infinite self 33 Steps to Reclaiming Your Inner Power by Stuart Wilde. And this book was introduced to me last year by an amazing soul who I met um, at work at the job that I was at last year. And it's just like a really, really super powerful, life-changing book, like seriously. And I can't wait for you guys to read it. So definitely pick that up if you want to use the 30-day free trial with your free download on Audible to get this book for next month, definitely do that. And then we can like have a discussion. If you guys, um, you know, you can leave me a message on Anchor. And also um, you can, oh, also, I forgot, that's what I was going to say. Uh, we're going to open up a Facebook group. So I'm, we're working on the Facebook group and I will definitely let you know through email about the Facebook group and when that opens so that we can have our discussions on the Facebook group. And also we'll, we'll have like hangouts and, um, you know, giveaways and lots of fun stuff. Just we're going to do things in the Facebook group for real. Okay, you guys. So, um, also, yeah, I mentioned earlier, I'm getting my shit together, getting organized so that I can post on a regular schedule for the podcast. And that way, you know, you'll know exactly when to listen out and look it out, look out for the new episodes. And it's, I know it's been a little off, but please, please, please hang in there with me because right now I'm actually doing this solo. So whenever I actually refer to, um, the, you know, we, it really means like all the me's. It's just all me. It's all me. (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing it all. I don't know why I say we, but anyway, we we, we, we love it. (laughs) On that note, um, I think I'll wrap it up here. Um, until next time, 
what do we do? We, we have to do the inner work and that's going to create a shift in our own consciousness, which will create a shift in the collective consciousness. And that's the goal. So don't forget, you know, you guys support, if you can support the podcast at anchor.fm slash real shift happens. Um, subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms that you might be listening on. If you can't find it, just search up real shift happens wellness podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, you might have to put the parentheses around the F on shift when you look that up. It might, it, I'm not sure, but just try it if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work without it. And also don't forget, drop us a message on anchor.fm slash real shift happens. That's also a place where you can see all the different podcasts that we're being distributed on. I think there's about 11 of them. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Like, give give me your thoughts on The Untethered Soul. If you've read it, did it help you in any way? Did you not like it? Did it not speak to you? Did it speak to you? What? Anything. And don't forget to sign up for the Real Shift Book Club. Go to realshifthappens.live slash book club and read or listen to next month's selection to February selection and that is the infinite self 33 steps to reclaiming your inner power by Stuart Wilde and um, we're going to talk about that book around this time next month in February so until next week real shifters go within and make real shift happen peace